What's going on, everyone? I'm Paul from the Loto High Podcast, and in today's episode, I interviewed Ohio State lacrosse player and YouTuber Mitchell Pelkey. Mitch is a super nice guy. He works hard in everything he does. He's a great athlete and has a pretty sick haircut. In today's episode, we talked about what it was like being a student athlete at the D1 level, as well as being a YouTuber and all the hard work that comes along with it. Besides that, Mitch told me some of the stuff he did this summer, things he looks forward to at a sophomore year at OSU, and much more. Without further ado, let's get right into it. Hello, everyone. With me today, I got Ohio State lacrosse player and YouTuber, Mitchell Pelkey. Mitch, what's going on, man? Holly D. What's happening, brother? How you doing? Just uh, out here, just moved into my dorm at Ohio State uh, about five days ago, uh, living with my guys, having a blast. Just first day of school, actually, today. Uh, but, but pumped to be on this podcast with my guy, Pauly. Thanks so much. I appreciate that you came on. How was the uh, trip back to OSU from Virginia? It was good. It was good. You know, uh, Pops and I took, uh, took my car up six and a half hours from Virginia to Ohio. It was a good ride, man. Uh, me and my dad got a lot in common, so it's a never a dull moment with him. But uh, nothing much, just, uh, just a bunch of hills and trees, and it was a good ride to connect with him. And it, it was a good way to, to end off a summer on a ride back with, with my dad. And I couldn't ask for a, for a better dad and, and father to help me move in. So it was good. It went smooth, moved in the dorm. Still got to put some, some, more, some more pictures on the wall, but just excited to be back in Columbus, man. This, uh, this school really uh, vibes something special. I, I love this place. How are your roommates? Good, good. So my roommate is actually named Gabe. Good guy, man. I love him. From Texas. Uh, and then we have – I have four other suite mates. So another kid, Carter, from Columbus. Another kid, Sam, from Michigan. And then a common room. We all kind of chill. Um, and then another kid, like you said, Zoop. Um, from New York, and then another guy named Dale from uh, Texas. It's a good group of guys, all ax players in my class. Uh, it's just, it's going to be a fun year, man. I can already tell, like, I'm laughing when I wake up. Everyone's doing something. Someone's pranking someone, so it's going to be a fun year. That sounds awesome. Is uh, Ohio State, like, strict right now with, like, uh, like going to – like, is there, like, not that many people in your classes? It's just, like, small groups and stuff like that? Yeah, so they're doing kind of the, the hybrid tradition that a lot of colleges are doing. So right now I got two classes in person and, and three online. And it's uh it's good. It's just weird, you know, walking to class today for the first time. You usually see like so many people because we are a big school and I didn't see any at all. It was a weird feeling that when I got to class, you know, you had to sit sit like six feet apart from people and um it's just a different vibe, you know, with obviously without college football as well. It's it's uh you can tell like the school spirits is kind of down, but I feel like that's kind of the whole nation right now with all this COVID stuff and lacrosse wise, it's, it's been challenging, man. You know, I can remember last year, you know, coming back from that Portugal trip and just getting in the weight room and grinding with my dogs. But like, you know, this year it's just going to the university gym and, and working out in groups of, of like three or working out with, with my roommates and that's hard. And then not be able to, not being able to shoot at the facility as well having to shoot at public fields around here. So it's tough, but at the end of the day, you, you just got to adjust and adapt and, and uh, keep moving forward. Yeah, I totally feel through, man. At least you have, like, your friends that are on the lacrosse team with you, so you're not, like, completely alone. Yeah, no, that helps a ton, you know. Coach Myers really preaches the brotherhood uh, and keeping, like, a tight group of guys to, to really be your brothers. And, I mean, it's the truth. I mean, I really lean on these guys and everything I do, and, and they, make this, uh, they make this transition a lot more fun. Yeah, I could imagine. So, Mitch, what were some of the highlights of your summer? This summer, man, 
I'm going to be honest, I'm a type of kid that does the same thing every day. So highlights were, I mean, I got to say, you know, um, I went to play Firestone, a, a country club up in Akron, Ohio. Uh, played some golf at Firestone Country Club with my guy Gabe, my dad, and Gabe's bad. That was a, that was a sick experience, you know, uh, a course that was on national television for different golf tournaments. So that was pretty cool. And besides that, you know, my cousins came in town, and, and every Sunday I think we just started a tradition of doing, like, Italian dinners with the whole family. Usually it's just me, my brother, and my mom, and now we got my cousin – my aunts, my uncles, and, and everyone comes down. Like at the last Sunday dinner before I came to Ohio State was me and the wife beater in the apron rolling out pasta and, and my, my cousins just like helping out cooking. We had good fellas on the TV. It's just like little things like that that like I miss and will cherish forever. Uh, but, but I went on another trip with my boys to Ocean City. That was pretty fun. But a lot of highlights this summer, but at the end of the day, it was, it was just another summer in the books, as I call it. And just glad to be back here uh kind of getting on that grind like if i'm out of my routine for for a couple of days i started going insane so i'm i'm glad i'm back here settled in and, and getting going watch any good uh tv shows or movies uh during the summer actually i'm gonna be honest i don't watch any tv like at all like I go to bed at 10, I wake up at 6. I know it sounds insane, and my roommates make fun of me, like, all the time. But, I mean, as far as, like, I may have popped in a movie, like, a couple of times a week, maybe once or twice. But, like, as long as TV goes, like, I don't watch any. Um, but, yeah, I can't really answer that question. Well, here's another one. What are your top three movies? Of all time? Yeah. Goodfellas, obvious, obvious number one. Number two, Step Brothers. And I think number three is Hangover. They're just classics. I mean, I don't know how to describe them. What's, what's your top three movies of all time? So I think I got to go with Rudy, you know, the yep. one about the Notre Dame football. Uh -huh. um, number two, I'd have to say The Departed, you know, with uh, okay. Matt I've never David. seen that, but yeah, I've heard about it. It's a really good movie. And then three, it always like switches off. Sometimes I have Shrek in the mix. Okay, a little maybe classic. Heard, yeah, so Shrek maybe um, – you ever see the Sandlot, the baseball? Yeah, movie? that's a that's a silly classic. That's a that's a great movie. And then I don't know one more that I could throw in there. Maybe Star Wars. Star, never seen actually a Star. You've Wars. never seen Star Wars? No, everybody says that to me. I just I don't know. I can't really get into uh, all like the fake animated stuff like that. I don't know. I just this is not my thing. It's weird for me because I'm not like huge into the like sci-fi like. Yeah, like I'm not a big Avengers or like Marvel or DC, but like Star Wars, it just like because it's such a good movie that like you can't like it doesn't really like affect how like the if you take that all away, it's still like a really good script. Like let's yeah. say you take away like the lightsabers and put them in like medieval times, like it'd still be a really good like screenplay and a really good script. Yeah, I mean, yeah, my buddy's in the common room. My game, my roommate Gabe's in the common room right now watching Rick and Morty, and I just I'm like, dude, how do you watch that? Like. It just doesn't seem entertaining to me, but, you know, to each its own. It feels like the, those shows, like Family Guy, Rick and Morty, like South Park, just get, like, super repetitive because yeah. it's just, like, the same thing. Like, Peter, like, on Family Guy just does a stupid thing and then, like, yeah. turns into another thing. Or, like, in South Park, Carton, like, gets himself into a problem. So, like, yeah, they're funny, like, for a while, but then, like, kind of gets old for a little bit. Yeah, no. I'm right there with you. So... Big thing I want to talk to you today about is how like you're you're a lacrosse player and you're also a YouTuber. So what like when did you first start getting into YouTube? 
So I first started getting into, so I've always kind of grown up like just watching YouTube, not TV. Like I said, it's just always been kind of like different YouTubers, Roman Atwood, BFers, GF, you know, Casey Neistat, the, the, the OGs. And I remember my mom told me one time, um, you know, why do you waste your time like watching these goons on YouTube? Like your life's pretty important. Like your life's amazing. Like people would want to know what happens in your life. So then I kind of got the itch to start making videos. And then me and my buddy Buck, one of my longtime best friends, were sitting in class one day and I looked over to him and I was like, yo, like, can I shave your head? And he's like, what? <laughs> I was like, yo, like, let me just shave your head. It'll be funny. He's like, all right, you can shave my head if I can shave yours. So I said, deal. Uh, and then that weekend it came over to my house and we filmed like Pelkey and Buck Barber's first video. I'll never forget it. I just never stopped making videos for, from then. Uh, I think after that video, just seeing people's reaction in school of them laughing, like me, like, like the fact that I created something from scratch and it's making someone laugh, making their day. I've just like always been on the chase for that feeling like every video. And, and after that Pelkey and Buck Barber video, I've just, never looked back, just kept creating and creating. And, and now I've just kind of took the journey through high school and lacrosse and out of Ohio State and, and, and Division One lax. So it'll be something I do forever. I can tell you that right now. Yeah, it sounds awesome. So, like, you would say, like, the first videos you started uploading were just, like, pranks with your friends, like, just, like, so you and your friends could have it, not almost, like, so the world can see it? Yeah, no, and that that's without a doubt true. And one thing I always – keep in mind is you know at the end of the day like views or no views it, it's a memory and I'm big on memories like go back I can watch like my first my junior and senior prom of high school you can I can go back and watch my first like high school football game I can go back and watch my senior highlight tape and, and just different things like that is always what I try to chase like sometimes I know a video won't get 10,000 views but I want to see it in 30 years so I'll film it and put it up but yeah in the beginning it started out with just like haircuts that was my big thing i think my first 10 videos were just me messing up dudes hairs and people loved it and at the time it was funny but like you can't be known as the haircut guy so i had to move on and evolve and then it turned into like the condom and waxing challenge classic videos just me and my friends just messing around and then and then it just kind of evolved and, and kind of really just guided towards my life and, and started playing more of a lacrosse role and and still kept the friends role in it but you know it really did start off like that now that you say because you kind of forget the simpler times like that i think i gotta say your my favorite video that you've made was the one where you shaved your friend's head mason <laughs> yeah bald yeah we call him, we call him keebler because he looks like keebler to the elf on like all the cookies <laughs> but yeah man that's like see that's like a video that like one night we're just all hanging out watching college football and and i i look over i'm like yo let's shave your head and he's like no and then everyone goes yo i'll give you 20 and that ends up being a hundred dollars and then he gets a hundred dollars for being bald and it's just like little things like that that's like so like comes so quickly but then at the end of the day like it makes people's day and that like that's like my best feeling ever i think what you do really good with your youtube videos is that like it almost feels like you're there like with you and your boys, like doing like, let's say like shaving your friend's head or like in school, like it almost feels like you're living the experience as well, yeah. as, well as you. Because, I, like, you're so like interactive with the, with the camera, like talking to like the viewers. It almost makes you like, makes it feel like you're there. Yeah. And no, that's, that's uh, one thing I always think about is like, if I'm like filming video and I start editing it and I'm laughing, like I'll know people are going to love it. Um, and that's kind of the, the, the the theme I always love to follow in my videos is just like, if it's going to make me laugh, it's going to make anyone else laugh because I'll laugh at anything. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, Nikki Cass said that yesterday on his things. Like, if he's gonna laugh at it, like, bound, there's gonna be more people that are gonna laugh at it because it's yeah. like, hard to laugh at yourself unless uh-huh. it's super, super, super funny. And if yeah. you're laughing at yourself and you're cracking up just watching it by yourself, there's like, there's bound to be more people that like that. Yeah, yeah, and I think I, at the end of the day, I'm I'm just like another high schooler at that time, college kid at that time, and I feel like a viewer. They just like to relate, re- relate to people like any high school laxer can relate to me in my high school days doing the ride series, doing the haircuts. And I think that's what people like. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was always curious about how you were always like able to balance YouTube lacrosse and schoolwork in high school. And it seems like most high schoolers like schoolwork and sports are like time consuming enough. Now you throw in like being a YouTuber, which includes like hours and hours of editing videos. How are you able to manage your time with all that stuff going on? Like right now in college or back in high school? Back in high school. Back in high school, I got to say it was was easier. Um, I've always been strict on my sleep schedule, like go to bed at 10, wake up at 6. And and in high school, it was go to bed, wake up at 6, shower, get breakfast, get to school at 6.45 and and just edit. Edit from 6.45 until school started at 9. Go to school, then after school, shoot or get a workout in, um, then get dinner with the family and then and then do some homework and then get back to editing and go to sleep at 10. It was, uh, it's a, I think the key is you just got to have a strict schedule for yourself. You know, you got to plan it out. You got to have self-discipline. That's the, that's the biggest thing, you know, Monday through Friday, I didn't see my boys. Like if I wanted to keep making these great videos for, for everyone, like I just couldn't do it when Friday night came and Saturday, like I was hanging with them the whole weekend. But you know, if I really wanted to produce as much content as I did and still do, you, you just don't have time to, to, to Josh around through boys like every night during the week. Like, and, and I can't do that personally. Like if I do that, I'll just be like depressed. Like, dude, I got to work. Like, I feel like I'm just wasting my life away just sitting here on this couch. Yeah. I like completely agree with you. Like I, I never see my friends during the week. I feel like you have to keep that like strict, like uh mindset of like, you have to do your work now. Like you yeah. get home, like let's say for me, like during football season, you get home like seven, seven thirty. And then you got school, you got to eat dinner first. So that's going to be like 7.30 to 8.30 to 9. And then you got to shower, you got to clean yourself up. And then you got to start doing schoolwork and it depends on the day. Let's say it's like a Tuesday and you have like a bunch of like, you have a lab for science. You got a yeah. math test on Thursday. It leaves you really no time to just like hang around. But like keeping a strict schedule like that can also like, it has really good benefits. So like you're super yeah. organized, number one. And number two, like you said, with your sleep schedule, 10 to six, like you could have a lot you could have a really good, you could get really good sleep for the more and like wake up in the morning, a lot more energized. Yeah. That's, that's one thing I focus on is 10 to six is getting those eight hours of sleep and working with the athletic trainers here. Like they always preach getting eight hours of sleep because it's good for your body. keeps you healthy. doesn't make you get hurt. And, and I always say an, an organized life is a successful life. And that's one I really live by. Like if you're organized and, and, and you got your stuff in order, A, B, and C, like, you you'll become successful just because you have the little things organized. So I really live by that. Uh, so we kind of touched on this, but uh, I'll go right back at it again. So a lot of your friends were on your YouTube channel. Did they always enjoy seeing themselves on YouTube? And like, would they get hyped when like one of your new videos would drop? Yeah, no, they 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 love it. And and sometimes it's like, oh, like they're doing it for the clout and all that. But no, at the end of the day, like they were on it and they'll still be on it and they'll be on it in the future. Cause they're my dogs. Like they love it, but it's not like, like I got a good core group of guys, man. Like it's just seven total of us. And, 
and my hometown boys and, and we're tight. And it was never like, yo, let me get on and let me get some followers. It was more just like, you know, let's do something that's like hilarious. And then Pelkey will just film it. And then let's, it'll just be funny. Like it was never more of like a, you know, like, let me hop on, give me a shout out. None of that. But you know, even my guys here, like they like, they'll help me out. They'll, they'll all ask them on an opinion on a video idea. They'll give it to me. And, and, and everyone's just really inclusive. Cause at the end of the day, like they want to see a good video. They want to see me succeed. And, and it's just fun to, to film a video and, and be a part of something like that. Yeah, especially if like it's a good video and they're on it so like they could say yeah. like they're a part of like a super funny like a moment or thing that happened in school or on uh, on the lacrosse team yeah no that's uh that's like the best feeling yeah um so once you got to osu osu and lacrosse and school work were in full swing did you feel like you might need to take a step back from youtube for a little bit just to make sure you had your top priorities in check yeah, when I got to school last year for my freshman year, that was that was kind of a big concern. Um, I still remember um, going up to Coach Meyer's office and just talking to him about uh, me having a YouTube channel while playing lacrosse, and he was really open arms with it. You know, he he was just like, "Look, like I really want you to have this YouTube channel here. I really want you to build your brand, you know, uh, around Ohio State lacrosse." And and um, you know, you doing that, you're going to have to follow some rules here, but I still want you to continue to do that. Um, so my freshman year, I, I still made some videos, but, you know, definitely school was the main priority and, and it still is today. But, you know, I think just the biggest thing of that change, you know, you're not in high school anymore, you're in college, that freshman year classes across social, it was a lot. So YouTube was kind of on the back burner and I'm glad I did that because I ended up having a, a successful um, in-class freshman year. And, grades were looking good. So I'm glad I did that. But now I, that I kind of got the flow of everything, the role, I know where stuff is. I know how everything works. Like there definitely be a lot more YouTube content to come this year. So how long were like your practices at OSU, like plus your schoolwork? So let's say you got home, like what was your last, like usually your last class today? So in the fall, so it switches. So in the fall, um, we usually have practice from around 7 a.m. Um, either that's a lift or a run or actual practice or a lift and a run. Um, but get there, get in there at 6.30, get out by 11. First class was usually at 11.30 to 12.30. Um, then I had another class from 2.30 to 3.30. Um, and then that was kind of it. But some days I'd have a late class around 5.30 to 7. So it all kind of varied on the day. But, but the biggest thing was for me is just like once I get up at 6, go to practice, come back, go to class, hop on the laptop, go to another class, hop on the laptop. It was just go, go, go. There was never like times where I'm just like taking a nap or chilling out. Like, obviously, like if I want to make videos in college, like that's, it's going to be hard because I mean, I'm playing a division one sport and trying to make YouTube videos. Like it's just so much time uh, that it consumes. So you got to be strict like that. And, and you just got to go, go, go. That's like what I tell everyone. It's like, you don't stop until you go to sleep and some people might say that's bad. You need to take breaks, but you know, it works for me. Does it make your life a lot more interesting, especially at school since you have so much to do? Yeah. My, uh, my roommates always like, they always bust on me and say like, do you like ever stop? Like, you know, you could hang out with us in, in the common room. Like you could chill out with us. And like, I don't know, man, I, I was talking to my buddy Gabe today. I was like, dude, I think I'm like a workaholic. Like every time I'm not working, on YouTube or playing lacrosse or doing something school related. Like I just always have that urge that I'm like, dude, I gotta be working. Like, what am I doing? Like, and, and it, it might be bad. It might not be, but, um, I don't know. I just, I just love like making progress. That's like my number one thing. I just like always have to be working towards something. Um, so yeah.
But yeah, it's a pretty healthy habit to have just like, especially yeah. later in life. So like when you have a real job, like always trying to like be the best you can be at what you do, like mm-hmm. trying to hone it in, hone in your craft. Yeah. Now that's what they always say. They're like, you'll be set after college, but you know, you can come hang out with us. I'm like, oh, like I probably should. So at OSU, did you enroll in any uh, clubs or programs that involve videography? No, that's one thing I did think about, though. But um, uh, major-wise, you know, the, the film majors here is more like directing. Um, um, but I didn't really want to do that. I kind of just wanted to learn different skills um, to, to involve in my YouTube channel. So I didn't really do any clubs or, or school-wise with filming. But I did have an internship I was supposed to be in this past summer working with uh, with the Ohio State Athletic side in, in video. But that got canceled, obviously, due to corona. So that's definitely something I'm interested to do this this summer coming up if it's available. But you know, not not really. I get that question a lot, and uh, like major wise, I really don't know yet. Um, I might do something with uh, with like Photoshop or media, but film wise, probably not because there's really not something I'm looking for in that genre. Uh, besides like doing like filming stuff and like editing, do you like do you like directing stuff or like trying to do something else besides like like being uh, behind the camera? Yeah, I actually, my parents always ask me that question. That's funny that you say that. They're always like, you know, what do you want to do? Do you want to do you want to direct? Do you want to be behind the camera? Do you want to be an editor? Do you want to be in front of the camera? And, you know, really like through these almost four, five years of doing YouTube, I really like being more in front of the camera. Like I don't want to be like an actor that does like drama classes or theaters, but I think it'd be sick to be an actor in a movie. But I, I don't know what that road takes. But yeah, definitely being in front of the camera. I definitely like the editing process because I can put my own spin on everything. But, you know, being in front of the camera and making people laugh is is definitely like my favorite part of it. Yeah, it's a cool thing with YouTube that like if it's just a YouTube channel by yourself, like you're your own director, your own editor, your own producer, you're, you're like your own actor as well. So you have like you get to learn almost every single part of like like putting up a video. Yeah, that's a lot of people ask me that as well. They're like, do you think you ever get like a full-time editor or, you know, you could bang on more content if you had a full-time editor. I'm just like, dude, I can't. Like, I'm so like nitpicky on like how I want it, how long I want it, you know, where I want different things. So I don't think I could ever do that. So yeah, back to your question. I, I think I would just honestly end up being more in front of the camera. I just like it better. I was thinking when you said the whole editing thing, like you put in like the yeet thing every single yeah. time in like in a lot of your videos so we're yeah just, i'm making my own spins i like the whole like yeet thing came back in my head when that happened no that's a classic uh i was actually watching one of my old videos yesterday and um just hearing like yeet it just brings back the old days when did that come <laughs> out like 2014 yeah somewhere around there i, I guess it was on vine remember i, I yeah. think vine was the app that it kind of came popular on and and I just remember, I was like, oh, people like it online, so let me put it on a YouTube channel. And now, like, looking back at things like that, I'm like, oh, my God, I forgot about that word. It's funny, though. <laughs> so before the pandemic hit, did you have any ideas for videos you might upload, like, about being on the lacrosse team, like, throughout the season? Um, I think I did. Honestly, I, I honestly can't remember, but I did have a lot more videos I, I wanted to kind of queue up before that season ended. Um, but specifically, um, I can't really rattle off any. Um, I was just kind of more focused on on the season and, and keeping my grades up and still honestly trying to figure out the flow of things here because obviously, like, 
we're in the spring, the season's way more uh, upbeat and, and stressful because we're, we're playing games every Saturday. So I was really trying to keep uh, keep track of that. But but now I'm kind of getting the flow better. Like I said, I know, I know the land. I know what everything goes on. So just more content to come. Sounds good. So <laughs> when the pandemic started in March and your season got canceled, like as much as it stunk, like losing your freshman year and your freshman, freshman season – did you ever think of it like almost in a good way and seeing that like with all this time on your hands, like you could really hone in on creating more and better YouTube, YouTube content than in like previous months since you had school and lacrosse going on? Honestly, no, like there, there probably wasn't one good thing that came out of that. Like, obviously I had more free time to make videos, but you know, I'd much rather be out there in the field with my brothers grinding, uh, playing games, uh, you know, like doing school online like that was a first for me that was hard to adjust to you know not playing lacrosse in the month of month of april you know that i've never done that in like 20 years so that was really hard for me too so to back to answer your question like there probably wasn't really any positives that come out of that like obviously i could make more youtube videos but if i had the choice it would it would be out there in the field with my guys what about like lacrosse wise like any like technicalities like you could work on like let's say stick skills or like uh agility did you like uh improve any part of that you uh improve any of those parts of your game yeah that's uh that's definitely one thing i focused on this summer i feel like freshman year i came in really built tough like run agility wise i was fine i was hanging with the guys but i think stick skill wise shooting uh wall ball there's the really the fundamentals of of lacrosse i wasn't really there yet so from from the end from the start of quarantine to the end of summer um just a week ago, you know, I shot like almost every day of the week, you know, me, uh, Danny Moltz, Dom Cole, just, just going up to Riverside field and just shooting. That's, that's really one thing I, I focused on. Cause I thought last year, you know, I came here, I'm all good with size wise, but just the, the fundamentals of stick work uh, wasn't there. Yeah. I totally get what you're saying because like same thing pretty much happened to me is that like it was middle of March, like my season, we were one of the first schools that like got, put on like hold for coronavirus and like we lost we I didn't even get a single practice off it was crazy like every really yeah because we had a teacher that tested positive so they closed they closed my school before any other school in uh in New York so everyone else got like four days of practice off we got we got nothing it was it really stunk wow that's crazy that stinks so what the last time you played uh Laxbury high school sophomore year huh yeah, and we had like an indoor league. We were doing indoor fall league. Fall ball, winter yeah, stuff, yeah. Fall ball, winter stuff. But like, Dang, that stinks. Last time I truly played like and put on a jersey for my school was May of 2019. Wow. Dang, that's sad, man. I mean, it sucks, but I mean, what can you do? Yeah, so it's just, it was terrible. But, <laughs> yeah. but like going back to what you said, like with the wall ball and like shooting, like all those like fundamentals of lacrosse, like, I felt like I was in the same boat too. Like I think every day after my last class finished, I would go four o'clock up to the elementary school right by my house. And I spent like two two to three hours every single day, just playing wall ball. And our coach like tried to make it like, like it's fun. Like try to put on a competition. So like we did this app. It was like, we did this, uh, it was like an app. It was called a uh, sniper. And so okay. like you put like your phone on your sleeve or like you get like a wristband and you put it like on your elbow and it's like supposed to record it like all the reps you get on wall ball. Okay. So we do that like with our whole program, like who would ever get the most wall ball reps until like May. 
I came in second place, but I lost by like five thousand. But like that uh. was really, yeah, it was tough. But that was tough. Because, I mean, that was like one way. I think though, I give him props to him for doing that because it tried to help us like almost stay motivated, try and like yeah. light at the end of the tunnel, as well as getting us a lot better. Yeah, no, we we kind of had something like that over the summer. I forget if it was either June, July, that we would have a wall ball challenge, you know, with the with the whole team um, of who can who can rip as many wall ball passes under a minute, left hand or right hand. And uh, I didn't make the top four, but I was pretty pissed. But it's just funny. It's like uh, just little challenges like that, you know, are such little challenges, but like help us out and, and encourage us to, just to be great. So it's kind of funny. You guys do the same thing. Uh, how many did you get in a minute? Righty, I got like 79. Like I was right there. I was so close. Then lefty, I think I got like 71. Cool. So, yeah, That's I know. I was right there though. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? So did you pick up any new hobbies in quarantine? Sorry, that was like – I was supposed to like say that earlier, but we were talking no, about No, it's fine. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, wait, sorry. Ask the question again. Did you pick up any new hobbies in quarantine? <sighs> I played a lot more golf this summer. I can say that. What do you hit? Uh, I hit my best last – actually, a week ago today, last Tuesday – um, I shot at 86. Okay. That's a good for me. That's good That's for me. But good. I mean, guys on this team are so good. Like the Mitchell twins uh, in our class, they're ripping like low 80s, high 70s. Jack Myers, Griffin Hughes, they're ripping like mid 70s. And these Canadian guys can just whack the ball. Happy so I mean, work. yeah, yeah. But luckily, like obviously during during this whole COVID and Corona times, like golf is something that we can do. And it's kind of encouraged because of outside, you know, kind of six feet distance wise is it's definitely be something I'll play a lot uh, in the fall on Saturday and Sundays, just go out with the guys and really try to get that game better. Cause you know, one goal I had before I die and my dad dies is I just want to beat my dad so bad in golf. He's really good. Like he'll go out there and shoot like a, a 74 and I'm like, oh, dude, I have to beat him before I, before he goes. What about your brother? Does he play? No, he's uh, he's just a meathead. He doesn't he doesn't play <laughs> golf. We're, we try to get him into it, but he's one of the. It's in golf's like one of the sports too. You you have to practice. You can't you can't go out there and be athletic and good at it. And, and my brother Jake, we call him the tank because he's just a big cat. Um, he just doesn't he just doesn't play. I'm looking at a picture of him right now. He's more of a get back from the gym. You know, hit the books. Uh, I don't know. He would, he would, he would probably bust on me right now if he was on this podcast as well, but now he doesn't play golf. You play golf? Um, I'm trying to get into it. I played, I just, I got into the driving range with my friends a couple times. That's mm-hmm. about it. I'm trying to get into it though. I'm just afraid. Go. Yeah. I'm just afraid that like, I know people that have like an addiction to golf. Oh my God. It's addicting. Like before this summer, I told you I played at Firestone with my buddy, my roommate, Gabe, like, hold on. Sorry. Someone's calling me. Hey, Ma? Hey, I'm on a podcast right now. Can I call you back? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Call me back. All right, love you. Bye. All right, sorry about that. It's all good. It's all good. No, but like I was saying, I, I played Firestone uh, this summer uh, in July with, with my roommate, and I played like 30 days straight before that, and then ended up shooting like a 95. I was pissed, but like it's so addicting. Like go out there after dinner, like when it's not too hot out, just hit some balls while the sun's going down. Like, like that's like that's my kind of laying on the couch time, like break time. But yeah, it's addicting sport, man. You, you got to be careful with that. 
Because then, like, first thing, like, you start playing, like, oh, it's kind of fun. Then, like, then you want lessons. Then you want a better driver. And then it's just, like, $10,000 later, you're only shooting five under. Yeah. I know, right? So, uh, this brings me to my last question. As you go into your sophomore year at OSU, do you have any goals or new ideas that you have that you want to bring to your YouTube channel for the in the coming months that your fans should look forward to? Um, yeah, no, without it, without a doubt, you know, we do this thing at Ohio State uh, called One Word, um, and each year, uh, every guy's got to pick a word that that really embodies them, and and it's going to take them throughout the whole year. And this year, I picked evolve. You know as a person, as a leader, as an athlete, as a content creator, I really want to evolve and, and try to find the best person, best, best version of myself. So yeah, there's definitely like, I just started this new thing. Um, Jesse James West showed me it uh, on a podcast I did with him is he writes everything on a whiteboard and I'm looking at it now. And, and I got the whole month of August, September and October just lined up uh, with videos, uh, a video and podcast every four days. And I'm just excited. Like I'm, I'm just so amped to, to start filming these videos and, and getting it out for you guys. And, and I wish I could do like every other day, every two days, like, like JJ does it, but I just, I don't got that much time. It's just too hard. I saw his like uh YouTube, like his YouTube, like exploded over the past exploded, couple of months. Exploded, man. Exploded. Like, in, like I tell everyone this in June, the guy had like same amount of followers as me. And then now he's just killing it, man. I, and, and, and he work he works like a dog and he deserves every little bit of it as well. I know he's like more bodybuilding now than like lacrosse. Oriented, yeah. Right. Yeah. So he recently just quit. Uh, but I think, you know, health and fitness was more of his passion. So he's really grateful. He's, he's kind of in that field and doing that. Cause I mean, look at the guy's body. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I wish I, I had photo, that. Body. I saw a photo of like before, like he was doing his bulking. He was like in yeah. his bulking. And then he's I saw a cat. He's huge. Yeah. I, I, what was it, like 215, 220? Yeah. Now he's just chiseled, man. That's crazy. I mean. That's just crazy. I, I can do the workout stuff. I got. I can do the abs, but I, I, I can't eat like that. I mean, when Ma's come with me with a nice homemade Italian dinner, you can probably attest to this too. You can't, you can't give that up. I mean, I'm down in like three plates. Yeah. I mean, like, especially like, because you can't like with pasta, especially like, you don't know how much pasta you're actually eating. You just eat yeah. until you're full. So you can't oh, really yep. count, you can't really count how much pasta you're eating. It's just like just eat until I'm like I eat as much until I'm full. Like I've had times yeah. where I've eaten like the entire box of pasta and like four or five meatballs. Didn't realize it. Like went on the scale like 20 minutes after. Yeah, like five pounds. It was nuts. You end up eating like 5,000 calories in one sitting. You're like, oh god. Yeah, my mom actually just finished. She makes her own red sauce. So, really? Yeah, she. We've ne- sick. Yeah, in my household, we have never had a can like open the can like of tomatoes like processed. Tomatoes. Really? Oh my god! Me and my mom uh, sit down and watch the Italian grandma. I don't know if she's on Lydia? YouTube. Yeah, have you seen yeah. her? Yeah, I've seen her before. And uh, we'll sit down there and watch like her like make her homemade sauce, like crush up the tomatoes, and it's definitely something I think my mom will get into. But right now, it's just crack open a, a glass of tomato sauce and just dump it on some pasta. As good as it sounds, it's like the most grueling process ever. Yeah, I know. I've takes, seen it. It's, 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 it's hours. It also smells like, because you have to boil. Oh, does it? Yeah, because you have to like boil the tomatoes. Okay. And like, that's like just stink. It just like stinks up your entire stinks. house. Like my entire house, like just smelled like boiled tomatoes, like two days. <laughs> it doesn't go away. You have to open up the windows. It's a whole process, but like. I like that. 
You, uh, you ever help out with that process? Yeah, I had a help. I was doing it yesterday and two days ago. So she did, go. what was it like six bushels of tomatoes? Really? Six bushels That's with sick, the tomatoes. Dude. If I can give you one piece of advice, man, embrace those times, man. You, when you go to college, you're going to miss all the home cooked meals. That's one thing I realized early is like, I don't got Ma's like dinner waiting at 630 every night. I got to go to the dining hall and get like some stale dried grilled chicken on a piece of wheat bread. Like it's, it, it, it's not that bad, but like you really miss like Ma's cooking. And so, so appreciate that. And, and, uh, I don't know, man. I just miss those times a lot. Yeah. I was, I was thinking about, I was thinking about this earlier that like, I'm so spoiled when it comes to food because like, I can say like, I've never really had like bad home cooked food before. Yeah. So I think any Italian can say yeah. that though. So like people are like, Oh, like if I tell someone I'm Italian, like they'll be like, Oh, your food like must taste so good. I'm like, yeah, I guess. Like I've never tried, I've never had anything else. Like I've never gone to Olive Garden before. I've never had. Like, yeah, yeah, I know. Like, like when I hear like people's moms or friends, moms that don't cook, I'm like, you don't cook. Like, I mean, I know that what sounds so stereotypical, but like, what do you get takeout every night? Like that doesn't sound enjoyable at it all. It doesn't sound and like I always, And I always tell like my mom, my boys, I'm like, dude, I, I got to marry an Italian woman. Like I can't do like anything else. Yeah, I, I full heartedly agree. <laughs> so I think that's all we have time for today. Super th- uh, thank you, Mitchell, for uh, coming on today. Really appreciate it. I hope uh, the rest of your year at OSU goes great, and I hope you have a successful season. Paulie, man, I, I appreciate it, man. I, uh, I'll, be following, uh, I'll be following the podcast for sure, and uh, I can't wait to see what you do, man. Appreciate it. All right, take yeah. care, man. Appreciate it.